My of name course. is Dr. Kalila Camacho Ali. Doctor, Former sorry. wife of Muhammad Ali, of course. Yes. I'm yes. the first Ali. Anyway. You the first Ali? Yeah, really? That's my name. You don't you don't see Kalila Clay, do you? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you say first Ali. Chapter you, 29 over here. So you were Ali before Muhammad Ali? Before yes, he before yes. he was Cassius Clay? Yes. Hey, what name of this show? I talk great. I talk great. Are you a business owner, entrepreneur, entertainer, and you got a story to tell? You want to get your brand out there to the world? Well, you reach the right place. Let's set up an exclusive interview between me and you. I talk great, and we're going to go ahead and get your brand out there to the world. But here what you do. Go ahead and send me an email with the words gray at italkgraymedia at gmail.com. See you soon. Y'all already know what it is. It's Mr. Williams with the I Talk Gray podcast. Man. If you like what you see here, you like the content, you like everything I've been doing, make sure you hit that like button, subscribe, share, tell a friend, tell a friend, right? I much appreciate it. Yes, I am here with the queen, <laughs> Mama Ali. Yes. Hey, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Yep. Hold on. Did you come up with that? Because I, I, no, I, I you didn't came come up with that. a lot of stuff. No, I didn't come up with that. I didn't come up with that. Okay. Uh, but Bodini Brown came up with that. Oh, okay, okay, Ali's okay. trainer. Okay, okay. So how are you doing? We made I, it here. I am doing fine. I, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, I just want to say to you, thank you for inviting me on the show. My of name course. is Dr. Kalila Camacho Ali. Doctor, Former sorry. wife of Muhammad Ali, of course. Yes, I'm yes. the first Ali. Anyway. You the first Ali? Yeah, really? That's my name. You don't you don't see Khalila Clay, do you? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you say first Ali. Chapter you, 29 over here. So you were Ali before Muhammad Ali? Before yes. he before yes. he was Cassius Clay? Yes. What? My I, father and mother is Ali. It's my oh, family name. What? And I didn't the, know that. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad gave him my 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 family name because I kept calling him Dirt. Clay, Dirt. Get it? Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> read the book, bro. Read oh, the yeah, book. Yeah, make sure y'all cop the book. I didn't even know. Okay. So you haven't read we... my story. That's why you nobody knows yet. Okay, okay. So this is why she's here at the I Talk Great Absolutely. Podcast. Absolutely. So, all right. So I was doing my due diligence today, and you were born Belinda or Belinda Boyd Ali. Okay. So what made them change from Belinda to I changed it. I said, I told my uncle, because mm -hmm. when my mother became Muslim, okay. they were just learning about the different names and everything in Islam. Yeah. And I was the firstborn, so she's learning. While I was already born, she'd already named me Belinda. Mm -hmm. But all my sisters and brothers has Islamic names because she learned of the names and how mm. to use them and everything like that. Okay. And uh, I said, well, I want a name. And so I told... Imam Warathi Muhammad, Elijah Muhammad's son, mm -hmm. to give me a different name. I wanted a Muslim name like my sisters and brothers. Yes. And he gave me Kalila. Kalila. Yeah. Okay. That means friend. A friend. Mm -hmm. Okay. You friend. ever seen Superman? On yeah. TV? Well, Superman, while he was on the planet Krypton, uh -huh. his father named him Khalil. Khalil, yes. And yes. Khalil is means friend. And he told that 
to Lois Lane. Mm. And she said, well, you're Superman. She said, what does that mean? What's your name? He said, my name means friend. Wow. Yeah. And he was Kalel on Crap, Krypton. But Playing Krypton. The, the reporter at the news station yeah. called him Superman. So how old were you when this name change happened? Uh, 20, uh, 25. 25? Yeah. Okay, wow. It was in 1975 that I had it legally changed. Okay. Yeah. But what? But 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 were they calling you by the other name? No, Ali was always always my name. Okay, yeah. Ali. Okay. So, so how long did it take for you to like do the mental shift from Belinda to Kalila? Uh, well, once. Look, my mother has been calling me Belinda all my life. Mm-hmm. Once my name was called Kalila, she has never called me Belinda again because mm. that's my name. Once your Islamic name is given, you never use your slave name again. Ever. Okay. It's okay. X'd out. No, you know, I tell people all the time that there is power behind names, you know? Yeah. See, names uh, mean something. It yes. has character to it. And, yes. And you, you're God-given right. When you get these names, you have to become that character mm-hmm. because that's what you're born with. Yeah. And uh, this is why when I was in Muslim school, mm-hmm. Uh, we had black history and we had Muslim history mm. and I knew all about names. Okay. So when Cassius Clay came to my school, mm-hmm. he started, he said he was going to be heavyweight champion of the world before he's 21. So get your autographs now. <laughs> and I go, how you think he, what he, right? What you mean? What you think you're going to be? You had a slave name. How you going to be something? <laughs> you know what I mean? He said. Hold on. So you told him he got a slave name? Said, you got a slave name. I said, Cassius Marcellus. That's like a Roman name. You know what Romans did to people? He says, what? He said, no. I said, well, uh, I said, until you get a name of honor, until you get a name of respect, matter of fact, until you get a Muslim name, you're not going to be famous with this. I tore it up and gave it back to him. What? And he said, she told my name, man. She told my name. So do, did you know what his religion was at that time when you told him that? Yeah, or, he was or was Christian. He... I was Christian. I said, in order to change on, your on, name, on, you got to be a Muslim. So you were speaking to my, I well, was Cassius Clay. Cassius Clay. With Mama a slave Clay, name. With a slave name. But, okay. So Clay what... means dirt. Cassius means dirt? Clay is dirt oh, you mold. Clay. Okay, okay, okay. Clay okay. is dirt Going you mold. Hello. Wow. Yeah, so, so I said. where do you think that kind of level of... Well, that target, that target started right here. When I said that and did that, he he just knew. He always keep coming back to me because he's never. You know how the, you know how the pretty boys get rejected when they <laughs> get rejected from a, a ten year old. You know what I mean? Hold on. So you were ten years old at this time? Yeah, but I telling was, Cassius Clay that his name is a, a slave, slave name. name. Yeah, because I was a Muslim. Wow. So okay. Young so do you Muslims think the religion? Educated. So do you think the 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 religion kind of like was the reason that you had all this spunk? Yes, that's the only reason why I knew. I knew all this as okay. a child. Wow. I grew up in the house of Elijah, Elijah Muhammad, the leader. Really? We, we all went to high school together. We I only went to a Muslim school. I never went to a public school. Okay, so... Uh, so from kindergarten to 12th grade. So what was school like at that time? Was this segregation going on and all this kind of stuff? Yeah, like, but it didn't mean us because it was just Muslims. We had none of that shit in our school. Because <laughs> my <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We didn't care about no Hold on, so where was this? Where are you from originally? Chicago. Born and raised in Chicago. Wow. That was the headquarters of the Army Elijah Muhammad, the most feared religious man in America. 
Okay, so what was the curriculum like? I the mean, the curriculum was reading, writing, and arithmetic. But first, most importantly, Islam was the beginning of our class. Islam, we meaning like teaching you the history about the caliphs. Okay, you got caliphs. Caliphs mm. are superheroes in the Islamic world. Okay, like uh, Prophet Muhammad, Osman, mm -hmm. Abu Talib, mm -hmm. Ali, Bilal. Mm. Oh, you know, these are Abu Bekah. These okay. are superhero, real superheroes in the Muslim world. Okay. There are caliphs who were the fighters of Islam, warriors of the faith. Mm -hmm. They fought in wars. Okay. My parents are from Trinidad, and um, there's a guy in Trinidad. His name is Abu Bakr. Yeah, he's one of the caliphs. Abu Bakr, his history was a caliph. Wow, he he, a, he did a lot of a lot damage of stuff. Injury. Yes, he did. <laughs> okay, so you know what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Okay. I know exactly about. Abu, yeah, I was Abu, sitting. Abu Bakr is Prophet Muhammad's uh, cousin. Really, Abu Bakr. Yeah, I was sitting in in the hotel, and it was a group of them, and they was talking. And it was one guy like not agreeing, I guess, with his policies, yeah. and then he was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, bro, careful what you talk about, buddy." And I was like. <laughs> Yo, we got to get out of here because I just from what I've known, like they shut Trinidad down for like three or a month. Like we were stuck there. That's right. So I, I didn't know like this was all the power from Elijah Muhammad. That's right. Wow. Yeah. Most feared man in America. Okay. So and, and he explain. called the white man the devil right to the face. <laughs> and every time we have a commercial, uh, uh, a convention or something. Yeah. They there turning beat red, but they filming it. They getting it all in. Wow. Yeah. So explain like what so was I, that's why I grew up. Yeah. Grew so explain like explain that a bit. Like what what was your childhood like like growing up at that time in Chicago? Very, it was very it was very controversial by me living in the house, mm -hmm. growing up with the grandchildren of Amri Elijah Muhammad. Mm -hmm. uh, we were taught reading, writing, arithmetic, but the Muslim girls' training in general civilization cast went mm -hmm. through a series of training. Yeah. And by me learning martial arts on the outside world. Um, Hold on, you know martial arts? I was a black belt at 18, eight years old. What? I was a third black belt by the time I was 10. Who'd you study under? <laughs> Who was your sensei? I saw, I, I, I just. Jun Ree, Bruce Lee, and some other non famous Japanese martial artists. Okay. So, I, I learned it. What about Jim Kelly? Because I know he was around at that time. I whooped him. Yeah. Whooped? I whooped him. I challenged him and won. Jim Kelly? Jim Kelly. Challenged him and won. I got pictures of me on the cover of every magazine knocking out Jim Kelly. What? Yeah, documented. That's crazy. As Elijah Muhammad would bring in dignitaries from the streets. Yeah. Such as Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, uh -huh. uh, Andrew Young, Julian Bond, people like that, Abernathy, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they would visit his home. Mm -hmm. The mild young girls that were serving coffee and tea, I was one of them. Mm. Most importantly, I was the security. Really? You like she king? You like the secu undercover security. So while I'm serving coffee, I'm actually watching the place. I'm watching them. So they so they use women as security back at that time? Yes, sir. Because you know, the, I can dig that. Because they're at least expected. Yes, yes. So when uh Martin Luther King came here, he said, he looked at me and, and Elijah Muhammad walked out, he said, 
you're not just a, you're just you're not just a tea, sir. You're not just serving coffee, are you? King said that. Yeah, he said you you're more than just a coffee server, aren't you? I said yes, I am. He said, and you're actually protecting me right now. Yes, I am. I didn't <laughs> deny it. Wow. So it was when he would leave, then I would be there if they had to go to the washroom. I would escort them to the to the washroom area. Yeah. Wait behind at the door until they come out and escort them back to the table. What? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you just blowing my mind here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Major history lesson. So can, can you imagine what I was doing at that age? Yeah. Had you over here protecting Dr. Martin Luther King? Yeah, and I'm going. Read them at last? Why me? <laughs> <laughs> why not you? You don't question it, Elijah Bob. You just do it what you're told. Yeah. Wow. That's okay. why, that's why I I didn't I didn't go all out and do tournaments publicly mm -hmm. because I had to be on the download because you, you're I like an assassin. Let, yeah, because I was good in weaponry as well. Wow. Yeah. So like when they they would speak at the at the uh convention center, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um I'm just a mild mannered little girl, you know, just, you know, searching people and everything. But that but makes see, so much sense, though. It's like the Black come, Widow. Yeah, but I go in there and, and and I have orders for them. I'm not, I'm like a lieutenant. Yeah. So when I go in there and I'll say, uh, I know these other girls are not good in weaponry. So I mm -hmm. said, if you see a gun, just, just say check, please check, and I'll come and take care of it. Because wow. they don't know anything about that. Yeah. So when they said check, 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 stuttered and everything. I knew something was up. Because one lady said, check, check, check. I said, oh, we got a problem? Like, was she afraid or was that Yeah, like she was scared because she saw the gun in there. She didn't know what to do. She said, check, wow. check, check, please check, check, check. I said, oh, my God. Hold so on. So, 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 so at this so time. So that made me go over there. Okay. And take the gun out. It's oh yeah, you got a gun just like man. I like this. I unloaded it by the time I got to do, doing all that. I had unloaded so it. So you was already skilled with a gun. Yeah, I was already skilled with a gun. Wow, I was good with. Gun. But my, okay, so you said Martin I was Luther a King. Hunter with my dad. So you said Martin Luther King was there, right? Yeah, Martin Luther King was 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 this was this is when he was making peace with the nation of Islam? Because I know just, no, he was just having a, a mild meeting with them. I've got okay. pictures of him with. Because I know they Martin was kind of beefing a little bit because no, he no, no, was no. with the... It was, it was just... They had was, totally different philosophies from my understanding. Yeah, but they they didn't have a beef. They were just trying to get understanding what their role was. Okay. And, uh, of course, Elijah Muhammad going to ask him to join us. And uh, mm -hmm. he said, you know what? I just have something I have to do. I understand what you're doing and everything. But I believe in uh, segregation. And, see, we were, we was like, anti-white. Yeah. You know? Hold we on, said it again. You said you we wasn't anti-white. So you guys were anti-white. Anti okay, okay. Yeah, we're not like that now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We were then, and it was just like not hating white people, but mm -hmm. you know, doing things on your own independently yeah, as, as as a black people raising money and do, building their own world. Yeah. But um, and he just came in kindly. Was very friendly uh, visit and mm -hmm. kindly sit and talked. And he was saying he had a mission. I'm sitting there listening because we're serving and everything. And uh, I hear him talking, he says, well, we have a mission. Um, and he said, well, I have something I have to do and people need to be together. He said, and then that was something opposite than what we were doing. He said, yeah. well, I understand if you decide to come on to me, you're, you're welcome to mm -hmm. come in. But he, he, he was very, very respectful. 
respectful and mm. very humble and yeah. everything. I understand what you're saying, you know, independence, being on your own, but it's something I have to make people love each other, be together, yeah. trying to be together. I agree with that philosophy, but I also look at it where I tell people, I understand about the power of us coming together. Because yeah. before we can mix in, there's so much that happened to us. Yeah, we so have to we, be... Yeah, we, we got to isolate ourselves isolate first. Ourselves, learn, yeah, do our thing, and then we can. Then we can mix and mingle. Mix in with, man, yeah, there you go. Because I feel like, in the end, that's why they got rid of King because he said, "I feel like I integrated my people into a burning building." You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like he okay, was just, he was just going too fast. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't. But I think all because what he said, a lot of the young people begin to see his side of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, See the side of his thing on a spiritual level. Yeah, and uh, and uh, if Al Islam was the way it is now, mm-hmm. we could we could have worked together. Yes, we could have worked together. Could have come but together. See, Ami Elijah Muhammad's whole point was to separate us out of the slave mentality in the first place. Yes, yes. That was the whole thing. Yes. We had to get the slave mind out of The reprogramming of the mind, yeah, re- changing of yeah, the name. Yeah, because we've I, been programmed yeah. to, you know, bow to the master. Mm-hmm. And that's not... That's not where it's at. That's not where it's at. We're kings and queens. We're Correct. all equal. Yes. Yeah. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, if they was doing all of this to change his name from Kuta Kinte to Toby... That means there's power in names. You know what? I got something to say about that. Okay. Uh, I was in a position to meet Mr. Alex Haley. Really? Yeah. What? In California at office. I had to sit in the room for this lady and everything. He he was going with her. Mm -hmm. And I sit down and I said, "Um, Mr. Alex Haley, I'm a Muslim now, right? Yeah. I said, Mr. Alex Haley, I just have one question mm-hmm. to ask you. Yeah. I said, you have looked, searched, researched, and found your roots. Mm-hmm. Beautiful roots. Mm-hmm. But your history being from Islamic lineage and everything. Yeah. Uh, why, why aren't you a Muslim today? Why is why isn't why he? Isn't he a Muslim today? Okay. After searching his roots. Okay. He said, Kalila, he said, I write about my roots. You live yours. So you think he was like afraid? Because you know Muslims I, get a lot of I don't know what that meant. Static. I didn't know what that meant. He said, You read you he said, I write about my roots. You live, you it live out. yours. Yeah. So I said, Okay, thank you. That's all I want to know. Okay. Then they gave me autograph copy. It was March twenty second, and um, I remember that part in the book. But uh, I said, "Wow, that's deep." <laughs> Not everybody could live it out. Yeah, you know what I mean. I believe some people can probably just talk about it. Maybe I was kinda, in conversation. I was kind of, I was kind of disappointed though, and so yeah. I made a little joke behind him. After but he he's said human. That. And that's all right. He can be human all he wants. But <laughs> the joke that I made for him, um, say, uh, what was, how did the joke go? Yeah. Um, wait, wait, 
See, it was joke deep. Is, the joke was uh, was it a was it a rated R joke or was no, it a PG no, joke? No, no, no. I can do it's a PG joke. Okay. Uh, it was um. <laughs> He said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Alex Haley is on TV today. I just want to let you know he committed suicide. He said, well, why did he commit suicide? Well, he's found out he was adopted. <laughs> so all the roots thing went away, right? It was wow. a joke. It okay. was a joke saying okay. the roots never happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He committed suicide. He found out he was adopted. So all that... History was gone. That, that's what made me come up with the joke. <laughs> Sorry, Alex, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. So let's 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 go back a little bit, right? Because I know we was kind of moving forward. We you know, yeah. we had our feet go on ahead. the gas. Go right ahead. Um. So Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay. Yep. Mama called him Clay. I'ma call him Clay. <laughs> right. <laughs> came yeah. to your school. You get beat up saying that. Much. I know. <laughs> so he came to your school. To school. When did, how did y'all get wifey and hubby? Like, how did that happen? I saw, I, I did my due diligence. I saw you was like 17 years old when y'all got married. Like, was that a thing? Was that legal at that time? Yeah, especially when your father give you away. That's normal for Muslims. Wow. So, yeah, you go to my father, he asked for a hand in marriage. If he said, okay, you get married. So how was, how old was Muhammad Ali at that time? 24. Tw I was 17, he was 24. Whoa, cause you know now if you I'm, say that I'm, now, I married him when he was in exile. He wasn't fighting. They had took away and stripped everything from him. So this is when he was kind of going against the, the the army and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I helped him with. So that. you came in at that time? I, no, I didn't come in at that time. I helped him at that time. I told you I came in when I was ten. He was eighteen. I mean, that's when you met him. That's not yes, when y'all were like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I met him. Okay. And then I then since then I wrote poems for him. And then okay. after that, since he was so successful with it, mm -hmm. he said, "Man, you, I, I mean, you're good for me. I, we, we need to get married." But I, I just want to let you know, I don't have any money. I said, "Don't worry about no money." So we'll, I'll he, help. He didn't have help. no successful fights before that. Like, look, when they stripped him of everything he had, he had married somebody before. Mm -hmm. She took almost a hundred something thousand dollars from him. That was that was about the limit of his financial thing right okay, there. Okay, okay. And when you strip from your title, you're not fighting you no more. So where's the money at? There's no money coming in. So what So what made you feel like you wanted to marry him? Because and, and, I need to help I... him so I can build him up so he could get his license back. Okay, but what do you think gave you those feelings to do that because in the Because he, he had potential. He was a good fighter. Okay, okay. So, he was a good so you saw candidate. his potential. I okay. saw his potential. I said, sure. I can, if I can help him, you know, Mm -hmm. Get him ready. But see, he got a lot to do. Mm -hmm. While he's sitting out idolizing, he can speak on the religion. Yeah. He could travel and make money. Yeah. All kinds of stuff like that. So what that. were you doing at that time in terms of work where you were like helping him? You was only 17 years old. It like, don't what? matter. All it is make a phone call, bro. He already had a name. I had something to work with. Okay. So he was kind of like his agent. Exactly. Ah. That was his, his, his wife agent. His wife. I found out all Y'all hear that, ladies? Now, I Wife did agent. not have social media as they have today with these cell phones. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I had a notebook and a phone book, and I just called- Yeah, the yellow pages. Yes. I had all the, <laughs> all the, to buy me meeting all the uh, reporters, mm -hmm. like like Dan Rather, uh, Howard Cosell, uh, 
Dick Chap, uh, wow. all these people. I got all their phone numbers. So you were setting up interviews to kind of try so to get I, them back in the, no, in the Yeah, spotlight. I would set up interviews. And uh, I would say he would be over here to be here and he's going to talk here. Mm-hmm. And I sent a note to them and, or, or or a postcard. And mm-hmm. they said, Muhammad Ali is going to be here at this. He's going to be discussing wow. this and this. I sent about so you 56. You his manager on the Lolo. 56 of them. Wow. Coming from his wife. And he said, Muhammad Ali sent me a postcard. We're going to be here. When we go there, paparazzi. Set up. Wow. Ready to go. Then when he got his license back, yeah, I really went crazy. You went ham. He would go overseas, the Beatles, England. What? Gaddafi. Gaddafi? I did all the writing, made all the letters. Yo, this is crazy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so I that, know I was I was I was good for him. Okay. I see that. It's just that you know now that don't kind of exist. You know, it's kind of like a, a, a the, yeah, the, but, the, the energy of. You already gotta kind of have it together. Honey, if Ali before... was fighting now like it is today, he'll be a he'll be the only first boxer billionaire. So you think he would beat Floyd Mayweather? Don't make me hit you. <laughs> <laughs> As you were saying back in the <laughs> day, hell no. Because <laughs> you know their energy is kind of similar. Ain't pretty. Mayweather ain't good looking. <laughs> Mary can't can't whoop nothing. Ali will knock him out in, in two seconds. Yeah. If, if Ali was who he is then, yeah. Mayweather now he will last five seconds. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So let's nope. let's bring it back to that point, right? Yeah. Because we know Ali was mouthy, right? He was outspoken. Let's say that, right? So seeing right. what happened to Malcolm. Did you have any fear of like, yo, bro, like you need to zip it because we got a family here? Did you have you- to realize family, Malcolm was my friend. When I was guarding him in that house, we 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 had a connection. Mm-hmm. I was a little girl then. So- but there was one moment that I felt like a real little girl. Because mm-hmm. Malcolm used to wear these suspenders. Across his back. Yeah. And we take off his jacket. You know how a 12-year-old thinks when you see suspenders? You just want to see what it's like just to pull them and pop them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that little girl came out of me. I go. And then I just pulled them one day and popped them. Yeah. <laughs> but, what? Malcolm? Yes. I said. <laughs> but he looked like. He came even though he had a me. stern look, he looked like a sweet guy. He, and he and I kept running away from him. I ran over there behind Betty's skirt and he stopped. And then he started laughing. And then I started laughing. He's got a very wholesome laugh. We was all laughing at the time. It was just hilarious. So you never had any fear seeing what happened to him and his See, family. I know about Islam. And you know about Islam. Anytime you do something that's disrespectful or not in Muslim goes the Muslim way, mm-hmm. you get kicked out. Okay. For about a year. Okay. And then if you don't mess up within a year's time, you get put back. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. Malcolm was no different. Mm-hmm. So when Malcolm go up and praise Kennedy's death under the leadership of like Mama, we don't, we didn't, we don't praise people's death, mm-hmm. especially a white man who helped and loved black people. Really, you think he did? 
Yeah, he did a lot for black people. He gave black people a lot of rights when he was in office. Mm. He gave them a lot. So okay. a lot of people loved him. Okay. So for him to praise his death, that was disrespectful. Mm. Okay. But I guess he just didn't understand. He was a fresh Muslim, so he mm -hmm. just that kind of policy. He just, he was angry. So did Muhammad ever talk to you about their relationship? Because I'm only going based upon the yeah, movie. Well, the whole thing of Muhammad and Malcolm X's relationship mm -hmm. was fine. But okay. when you go against the unrealized Muhammad, we're not allowed to even have a conversation when you put out the mosque. It's wow. just something we don't do. Yeah. It's not that we hate you yeah. or anything. There's mm -hmm. no malice. Mm -hmm. It's just that we cannot communicate with upstanding members okay. at, for, for one year. Okay. That, that's the punishment. Mm -hmm. Not communicating with any Muslim, any mosque, anywhere. Mm -hmm. It didn't say hate each other. Mm -hmm. It just said you can't have a conversation with each other. Yeah. And, and and Muhammad was kind of close to Malcolm, but when you do something disrespectful to Elijah Muhammad, you, you have to back up. Yeah. It he di didn't say hate the man or dislike the man. That wasn't that wasn't the case. Okay. So we always did like him, but but did you have any fear of because Ali? Meaning, why, why would I have so fear? when I say fear something happened? You mean because something happened to Malcolm? Yeah, like how, like okay, so like how first outspoken of all, first of all, Muhammad Ali was. He was because he okay. was because I see him on a lot of them shows and he was just yeah, yeah. But you, he went against you went against Elijah Muhammad. You just don't do that. Okay, I get what you're but saying. But that don't mean we have to hate you. Yeah. Okay. So there but wasn't see, any this hate. This is the thing. I'm security. And I do security in the Islamic world. Mm -hmm. Oh, you didn't just do security to, in the Islamic world? No. Oh, wow. Went outside. Anyway. Okay. Okay. I put it this way. When you go into a mosque, you're searched. Mm -hmm. Because, see, you might hear something you might not like. And mm -hmm. we don't want you to have no weapons on you. Mm -hmm. You're not going to take it well. So we search you. Mm hmm Okay, and we do that because people have a different reaction when they hear certain things. It might okay. be too strong. So if you don't go in there without any weapons, everybody's safe. Mm -hmm. Malcolm, I don't know his anger or whatever, because I've had there there are times there were Muslims was against him because he he did he would simple jealousy. They're just jealous of the man. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then Malcolm. O openly opened up a lecture, okay? And mm -hmm. he didn't search anybody. I trust my brother. I ain't going to search you. Yeah. And he gets shot. Well, this is why we search people, because it avoids what happened to Michael, uh, Malcolm. Malcolm, yeah. And that was his fault for not securing his space. You're supposed to secure your space. Yeah. You can get him out anytime he wanted to get him. Mm-hmm. But once he got out from under the protection of the arm of Elijah Muhammad, the mm. CIA went after him. They've been after him a long time. But they weren't going to touch him as long as he was with the arm of Elijah Muhammad. They mm. weren't going to touch him. But once you're out from under that umbrella, anything okay. can happen. Anything can happen. Yeah. CIA been after him for years. First of all, he was robbing houses up in New Rochelle with white women back in the day. Back in the day. They've been yeah. wanting him for a long time. This uh, ain't something new. Okay. This man, when he became a Muslim, he became a good Muslim. Mm -hmm. He followed the rules. Mm -hmm. And um, he was a happy person. Mm 
There were people who were jealous of him. That I believe that. I believe there were some brothers that were jealous of him. Okay. I'm sure of that. Okay. But uh, he's not a person. He was very close to his family. He protected his family. Um, he did the best thing he, he could. He could. When he went overseas and saw Muslims in all different colors, mm-hmm. that confused the man. <laughs> and for him to see... I'm realizing mama and all these women that confused him too. Mm-hmm. So, but speaking to that, right? Like yeah. the fact that he went over to Mecca, Mecca, right? Yeah. How do you feel that the nation of Islam different, uh, differs from the Muslims in Mecca? Because he differed because the philosophy and the mission in America was to change the slave mentality out of black people in America. Mm. The Muslims over there, it's different. Okay. They 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 know who they are. They know who the prophet is. Uh-huh. They know the, the rules of Islam. And Islam is for everyone. And mm. that's, what, that's what Malcolm found out. Okay. And true, it, it, it shouldn't have been that way, but did that you affect know, your household, like with Ali and everything like that? No. No? Okay. That didn't bother our households. Okay. We was never afraid of anything. Okay. That never put any fear. I don't, never have, I don't have fear from nobody. Nobody. <laughs> hey. Well, I guess there's a reason for that. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but, uh, you so know. So I heard you came up with the term Threadle in Manila? I came with a lot of terms, uh. Yeah. How'd that come about, though? When Ali was over there with girlfriends and everything, and I was mad, I said, look, if I run into him, it's going to be a thriller in Manila. And I I took a little monkey and a little 75-cent monkey from Woolworths and was beating Uh. this, and I'm going to beat them girls, and I'm going to knock them out. (laughs) So if I see any of them, it's going to be a thriller in Manila. Ali took it and went. He took it and ran with it. And ran with it. Hey, you know what He always does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always do that. We always help each other. Okay. And I'm funny like that. Yeah. He said, oh, I like that. You, you good. You're good. And, you know, he'll take a little argument and turn it into something funny. <laughs> you can't be mad with the guy for five seconds. Yeah. He's so funny. You said you was angry at the the fact that he had a lot of those girls, right? Yeah, but, but does it, we're, we're, he's trying to win a fight. You can't be having a lot of girls around yeah. when you fight. But wasn't Islam okay with, like, polygamy? Okay. Polygamy does not work in this world. Really? You think so? We do not deal with things long as it doesn't mess up our religion, have anything to do with our religion. Mm-hmm. We are supposed to um, adapt to the rules of the, of our land, mm-hmm. the laws of the land. Okay. In the, law, in the land of America, polygamy is not allowed. It is considered bigamy, and you can go to jail. Mm. So okay. it's best to have one wife if you only knew, and that's in the Quran. Mm-hmm. Something like that was done overseas because they started over there because of the wars. A lot of men were killed, and some of the men took on different wives. It don't have to be a personal wife. It's just somebody you take care of mm-hmm. because over there, that's the way they did back in those days. Yeah, It's not like that here. Okay. So we don't we we go by the rules of the land. So you wasn't with that. No, I ain't going with that. <laughs> and if I if I go ahead and show you that it's not going to work, 
Yeah. I'll, I'll let you go ahead and try. You go ahead and try and see if it happens. Because you have to be able to treat the woman equal. And mm. nobody can treat anybody equal. You can't even treat your children equal. <laughs> How you going to treat a woman equal? And you have to afford it. Yeah. And I mean, the, but he Muhammad Ali. I'm, I'm, first, I'm yeah, sure he got it. Yeah, but the wife has to choose the wife. Ah. And she has to have a disability. If she can't have children, really? she can't clean, she has to be handicapped by some reason in order for him to choose another wife. Is that in Islam? You, you got to read the fine print, bro. <laughs> you got to read the fine print. Yeah. That's is, that a, is that a rule in Islam? It's a rule in so Islam. So she has to be disabled she in order for him to- She has to be disabled. I'm a 28-year-old happy woman with four children <laughs> and still can have more children. And I can wash dishes and run and everything else. Hell, I'm a ninth degree black belt. I'm in good shape. She said, so I'm in your, good shape. That's your reason. Okay. You just want to hoe around. To be honest with you, you hoeing around. Okay. So I saw something online, right, where when he went over to Africa for the Rumble in the Jungle, right, um, you had said at this time you kind of had to be his friend more so than his wife. How were you able to differentiate and say, okay, you know what? Right now, I'm going to be his friend and not wife Ali. Yeah, I'm going to be your friend. How you? How were you able to do that? That was very difficult. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're going to say you got to be friends yeah, first. Yeah, to be friends means I don't have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there were things that happened over there. Because you probably could have killed him. Since you, because he oh, wasn't that a, a the, that would have been the easiest thing. In the world. <laughs> that would have been the easiest thing. In the world. But you know what? Yo, you know, the only he, person who could have beat Ali at that time. Oh, he he don't want to mess with me. <laughs> no. But see, this is the thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's probably gonna be a viral moment right there. <laughs> if you read the book, you'll find out in Africa a incident happened in Africa. Where oh, say that again? There's an incident that happened in Africa okay. where there wasn't going to be a fight, and Ali would have been locked up in jail for life. Why? Because of you? Gotta read. Yep, because of what he did over there. Undefeated. Because what he did over there, I kept the cops from from. They from didn't the show rest. that in the movie. They ain't gonna show it. They ain't gonna show it <laughs> because I control that situation. So the movie we can have the fight. Oh, you could okay. But it's written in the book what happened. Wow. I won't tell about that. You have you to see, read. You know what? I like that so much. Ladies, I hope y'all listening to this because you got a lot of women out here. They will mess up the bag. Yep. Because yep. they worried about frivolous stuff. It's like, yep. don't mess up the Petty bag. Stuff. We worked a long time to get come to this fight for yeah. Rumble, uh Thrill Rumble in Manila. And uh I even suggested to have some of our Afro-Americans to go over and visit Africa for the first time in their life wow. to see their motherland, like James Brown and all that. I helped them pick the singers to come for what? the concert. I you was, picked James Brown? I picked James Brown. I picked uh, Bill Withers. I picked Fanya, Johnny Pacheco, <laughs> Fanya, and all sides, Hugh Mesa, Kayla. Um, what? Uh, yeah, I picked a lot of uh, people, uh, Eddie, Eddie Price, Lloyd Price. Sorry, you know, this is this was, is way before my, my time. I my, don't think I was my, even alive. My, my, <laughs> my purse had 40 passports for all the fighters and all the workers. 
because they always end up losing stuff. So I had to carry everything for wow. the fighters and become the, the manager and hold on to the yeah. passports and everything like this. Yeah, James Brown only name on that you mentioned On my way to Africa, I was on a plane with mm -hmm. John Paul Getty. When he was kidnapped, he showed me his ear. They cut his ear off. Okay. And I was able to see him and go over there with, and then and then the Thriller Manila, I was on the same plane with the Fraser Where was Thriller Manila? Fraser Fra Fra family. Fra Where was Thriller in Manila? Thriller in Manila was the Joe Fraser fight. Where was that at? The second one. Where was that at? That was in Africa too? That was in, that was Thriller Manila in Manila, Philippines. Oh, that was in the Philippines? Yeah, they call it. I ain't know. Okay. They call it Thriller in Manila. Okay. And then uh, Rumble in the Jungle is the George Foreman fight in Africa. Yeah. Yeah. So he lost to uh, Frazier. He lost to Frazier in New York. Oh, he okay. That was that was round two. Right. That oh, was the second okay. fight. Okay. That, okay. Okay. So, how was the household at that time when he lost the first time? Or was it like chaos? I or? predicted he was going to lose it the first time. Really? You sure you didn't call it on him? You know, really I got the power to speak. Predicted it. No, I predicted it Why? because I, he wasn't training right, and I said I ain't going to mm. help him. I'm gonna back off because one of these days he's going to have to get up out of this thing he's doing. A lot of athletes like Ali, mm -hmm. how great he is. Mm -hmm. I'm sure, like Kobe Bryant or um, King James, uh, yeah. Michael Jordan, mm -hmm. they get into a slum and mm -hmm. and they just don't want to do anything. They mm -hmm. they do it so intense, yeah. and so perfect. Yeah. Sometimes they just want a day off. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And yeah. just they just don't feel to forget about it. I ain't doing nothing today. And and sometimes they get like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, because they they do it all the time. You yeah. know, they on key all the yeah. time. It's like Some constant moments. They just that mama you know, mentality. Yeah, they get you know they get this little senior moment. They just don't do nothing, mm -hmm. and it happens. So you felt like he was going through something like that? And or I knew was he, he was. I knew he was. And I knew he was undisciplined. And okay. I knew. And all these brothers said, yeah, man, you can do this, man. Yeah. So don't be listening to them people. And uh, so Did you throw it in his face, though, after? Or did yeah. you kind of like oh, No, I just wounds? backed off. I just okay. backed off. And okay. I'm glad I did so he could lose. Because uh, <laughs> we was going to have another fight. I felt it's going to be another fight that might be real important. And he, and I, this is what he's going to have to remember. Yeah. And it did. Okay. So you kind of wanted him so, to learn his lesson So the then. George Foreman fight came, and he was doing the same thing. Being undisciplined? Yes. I said. But he right. won that one, though. Yeah, but I'm talking beforehand, bro. Okay. Beforehand. Yeah. I said, you remember the last time? Uh -huh. He said, what are you talking about? I went to Hershey, Pennsylvania. I got a custom shirt. I love him because he's the greatest. Mm -hmm. I put George Foreman on my back. <laughs> and I walked all over the camp. Take the shirt off. Take it off. I said, I ain't taking off till you train right. So you was antagonizing him. Yes, so, the, sir. so was that like a tactic of yours? Thinking yes, that, it you was. Know, that would have fueled him? Oh, it pissed him off. It's a goddamn train. <laughs> but I saw you kind of, that, that, that fight with George Foreman was kind of personal for you, though. It was very personal because that was the last time I was going to be with a fight with him. That was going to be the last. Why? Because I was getting ready to leave him. I got tired of all this stuff. I got tired of all this stuff. She said, I got catching, tired of Catching him in the showers with women. I'm what? On, my, on my property. On my property. In the casa? In my house, man. In the camp. I mean. Wow. You don't okay. take so much, bro. Yeah. 
When they say, when a I, woman I, fed up. Yes, that's, that's it. Out of that's right. If you're going to do something, just go outside. You're okay. Go, go do it away from the house. Don't. Okay. See, I could dig that, though. Well, that's when he began to really believe he was the greatest. <laughs> you think you're really the greatest, huh? You need to cut that out. You need to get off of that. I'm the greatest. Yeah, right. Well, R. Kelly said, yeah, your the ego done got too big, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. So the movie, right? Did you agree with Marvin Gaye's daughter playing you, or did they just... Nope. They did it on their own. I ain't agreed to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I can could, I could, I could sue them right now, but you know what? I ain't got but time But I feel like to... she did a good... So, so she didn't do no good job. You didn't job. think she did a good she job? She didn't do Jack. They didn't show half of what I did at that camp. They just uh. showed a nice woman, and the nice being nice, and all that. But they did didn't, it happen like they, that, though? They didn't have, they didn't have the story. No, they didn't understand it. Because I didn't give them no information. Yeah. But did it happen like that, though? Because no. from the movie, it's like, with the woman that he was with in the movie, was that um, Layla Ali's mom? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. uh -huh. But did the affair happen over there, or was it somewhere else? No, it happens. No, it didn't happen over there. Maybe it did. I don't know. But okay. I'm just saying, uh, for, it, was, okay. it, it probably happened right the when the fight was over. Because mm. I didn't let him touch nobody before the fight. Okay, so he had to be have on his... her neck. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, but did he keep all the kids together? All, all the kids like cool because I know just, you had four with the him. Man, the man shows off his agility, show all of his little, little. This is what I had over here. This is what I had. You know, showing off. Yeah. Watch, watch what you're doing. But this, this is the thing. Um, uh huh. Everybody thinks Layla's my daughter. She come out looking like me. I thought so at hey, first until I did my research. I know it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm glad you did. <laughs> I remember at the funeral. I remember. I remember at the funeral. Um, <gasps> I remember at the funeral. Um, Layla was talking to Holyfield, and I got up to go to the bathroom, and I saw Holyfield, and I waved at him. How you doing? Uh -huh. He said, "Come here." I said, "What's up?" And he said, how you doing? You looking good. Huh? I said, thank you very much. He said, you know, I'm over, I'm out in Florida right there. I said, oh, that's good. And then uh, just swipe it, just swipe it. Just, yeah. Okay. And so, we good. prayer time. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> and so Veronica gets up and goes to me and say, Kalila, I'm, I want to go to the bathroom. I don't know where the bathroom's at. I said, that's all right. Can you come and go with me? We'll go. I'm going myself. Yeah. And then Layla goes, I don't want y'all to go down there and start fighting or nothing like that. I don't want nothing to go there. I said, Layla. Was this before the bit ear or after? Oh, that was after. Okay. This is when I leave funeral. Okay. Okay. All right. Timeline. So I want you to come down there and find out something going on down there. I said, let me tell you something. I said, we got history. Yeah. But you don't know nothing about that. So just leave it alone. If I was going to do something, I would have done that a long, long time ago. time ago. And we went on to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw something else in the tabloids, right, where the children or the family was kind of squabbling over his fortune, 80 million. Did your kids get any of that or how did that? No, they didn't. I leave lost. When I, when I, when I divorced, I leave. So you didn't get the like... Women, the women came in to get all that money. That's what they there for. That's why they break up people's families so they can get the money. Wow. We are the legacy of Ali. Money or no money, we're the legacy. Okay. It doesn't have. We don't have to have no money to be the legacy. 
Okay. Where the family, we help build that shrine. We help yeah. build the money that they get now. Mm. I help build that. Wow. Okay. I don't need no money by money legacy. I make my own legacy. I can make my own money. Hey. I've always had my own money. Okay, you know what I mean? okay. If he had done things by the right way, the children would have been taken care of the way they should be. But he messed that up. So there wasn't no wills or trust no, funds or anything? No, no. If it was, they canceled all that. Wow. Yeah. So seeing how but it's that, okay. That doesn't bother yeah. me now. No, because everything that you deserve is coming to you. I didn't marry a man for no money. You yeah. had no money when I married. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know so seeing I mean? how all of that happened, does that make you now make sure you're on top of your game for I, when to, I stay on top of my game. Wills, so trust I, funds. I, I'll make sure all the kids' trust funds are sanctioned. Uh, we, we take care of our own. We're comfortable with our own. When yeah. I, I die, they're going to be well taken care of. Okay, when and you transition. Plus, they're doing their own thing. They're married. Okay. Uh, my grandchildren, my two grandchildren are wow. big fighters now. They're great fighters. Really? They don't have to set nobody up to make you look good. <laughs> like, they did, like they did later, they just made sure she fought the right one because you know, so they won't mess up the reputation. They set her up. Yeah, she got belookas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, they set her up. She ain't no great fighter. She ain't nothing, She just wanted to get some money out of somebody. Just, so she figured I'd start fighting too. But they made sure she fought the right so person. So it was fixed fights. So yeah. So they wouldn't mess. Well, you know, they would actually arrange so they won't. Arrange not fix fights. fight, but arrange a fight uh, with some. So like take that, a dive. That, so she, no, they wouldn't make her take a dive. It's that they picked somebody she knew she could whoop. Oh, okay. That's what okay. I'm saying. Not okay, fixed, okay. right? Okay. But, you know, and, you know, she wanted to be on her own. She wanted to get, she wanted to make money off that name. You know, that's yeah. all they was born in the yeah. first place. 80 million they were squabbling over us. Well, 80 million, that's the, what, the last wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. She squandered all that. Damn. She took him and when she, when she, he was uh, incapacitated. She made uh, sure he stayed incapacitated so she could write over everything he had. Damn. Yeah. So I saw you got remarried, right? I got remarried. And to then you got nice... divorced twice. Mm. So what, what what would you say is like the key to keeping uh, marriage then? I mean, because you but have But the experience... marriage was okay. It was okay. It's just that he, he was going through some stuff. Mm -hmm. He was a... A veteran, right? Okay. And he had PTSD, and it's just the stuff that I just—I didn't know what was wrong with him. And okay. It, it just—it just brought me down all the time. Mm -hmm. We didn't hate each other or anything. Mm -hmm. It's just that I just said, you know what? I, I can't handle this. I don't know what you're going through. Okay. I didn't understand it, so I divorced him. But I, we stayed friends, so I could find out what was wrong with it. How long were y'all married? I just in five years. Okay. All right. We had two beautiful girls. Okay. And uh, what it was, it was PTSD. We didn't know what it was. He didn't know what it was. He just knew he was going through something. Hold on. You had more kids after the four from Ali? Yes. I had two girls by Ramey Camacho. Wow. Yeah. Okay. He's, and he don't have, he didn't have any children. Okay. You was in the mall, yeah. huh? And he was Muslim. He became Muslim. Okay. Oh, yeah. But he died of cancer. Because we was going to get back together after we mm -hmm. found out what was wrong with them and mm -hmm. everything. We was going to remarry and get back together and surprise the kids after they both graduated out of uh, school. Yeah. And uh, he passed away. Oh, man. Yeah. We okay. was going to get back together. It's just some stuff he was going through I didn't understand. And I, yeah. and I was doing my 
it, it wasn't a divorce uh, that I, you know, really wanted. It's just mm-hmm. I, I just didn't have any patience for him. Yeah, okay. I just didn't have no patience for that. You have to learn to. Got to learn the patience. Yeah, but we were very close. Okay. We were close. We see each other. We help each other. But uh, that was one divorce. It was just me. I just, I just, I, when, 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 when I went through the first time, it's just like I just won't accept anything else. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it was me. Your tolerance level I think, was like, I think hey, it was, bro. it was, it was because of me for the divorce. Uh, he didn't want to divorce me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just, I, I could, I just. I just didn't have the patience. Okay. I, did, I wouldn't tolerate it, and it was my fault. Okay, well, it was I like all that. my transparency. Fault. All right, because he was a good person. He was, he was so nice after he got healed, and yeah, he was going off a little bit, and, yeah. But he got healed. Sent him to the doctor. I'm, I signed the papers and helped him get his um, veteran. Okay. You know, money, and I showed him how to do that to get his own apartment mm-hmm. and everything. So everything oh, wow. came off really well. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't a divorce. I should have then I should have been more patient, but I wasn't. Wow. I like that. You hear that, ladies? Yeah. You could say you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to. And if you don't, you you, you won't. You it, It's not going to help you. Yeah. It's not going to help you. You have to. You admitted have, your part to it. I admit it. I yeah. know it was all my fault. I know it was all my fault. I okay, just didn't I have any patience that. with him. Yeah. I didn't know what was going on with him. I didn't know what was wrong with him. Right, like, man. I he said, I don't this. know. And he said, I don't know either. I'm just pissed. I'm just pissed off. I don't know why I'm pissed. <sighs> and he was all upset about something. And yeah, I said, I yeah. didn't know why. And I go, oh, man, I can't handle it. <laughs> I got, got out. But uh, if I had to do it all again, I would have stuck with him. Yeah, because I started learning about PTSD. And, mm. and then that wasn't known back then. So yeah, yeah. People was trying to figure it out. And um, yeah, a lot of things back then wasn't really I known, even like let psychology, the children go out there know. in California so they didn't get to know him. He says, I'm dying. I says, what? I'm dying. I go, why are you, why are you dying? He said, well, my neck is bad. My, my liver is bad. Uh, this is bad. And I said, well, I'll send the kids out to California. I was mm-hmm. in Chicago. I sent them out to California to be with my oldest daughter mm-hmm. so they can get to know their father more, yeah. be around them more. Yeah. So I, I think that's very important. No, yes. So, um, hear that, ladies? That's right. That's right. <laughs> She's dropping some gems in. Got some gems. Do you know who Young Jeezy is? Who? Young Jeezy. No. No? Okay. Who's Young Jeezy? He's a uh, current rapper right now. Oh, that's why. So he's just... I'm not <laughs> so who do you listen to right now from I, this era? You know era? what? I'm going to be honest with you. I, Who's I'm, playing I don't your really, I, You know, I'm a classical person. I like classical music, okay. jazz, okay. you know, and country. Um, really? Yeah. But there's one guy I really admire. I think he's awesome. With the club, with, with the bird in the club. Come on, 50 Cent. Oh, yeah, I love Bottles 50 Cent. Yeah, I love it. I love the beat. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Don't give me a hug. I love, you like 50? I love Okay, I love 50, 50 Cent. Cent. You like Curtis? Yes. Okay. Who is Curtis? That's his real name. <laughs> oh, Curtis Jackson. Yes, yes. <laughs> You got me on that one. <laughs> you know, I like, okay. I, li- I like, I like Bruno Mars. Okay. You know, like, uh, Michael Bublé. Uh, who that? Okay. My- yeah. <laughs> 
Michael Blue Yeah, Michael Blue Who's Michael Blue Check him out one day. Okay, <laughs> let me cook. Find him on Pandora. <laughs> no, he sings songs like Frank Sinatra sing. Really? I like Frank okay. Sinatra. I, I like know. Dean Martin. Okay. You know, Perry Como. I like the old classics. Because when I first saw you, I'm not going to front, it was downtown uh, at the Celebrity Boxing Match. Okay. And I was just walking through, and he was like, yo, you know that was uh, Muhammad Ali's ex-wife. And I'm like, what did... I was just I, I was in the, to... I went in the ring that day, I think. Really? I got in the ring. Because you were sitting, like, right in the front row, and I yeah. was like, oh, snap! I was like, yo, this is crazy! So I think... I'm not even going to think. I manifested this situation. Because I was yeah. like, man, yeah. I want to get an interview with her. Really? Yes. Oh, that's so good. I'm so glad. It's just at that time, I was in fan mode, and you was fan like, oh, yeah, I was in fan mode. You and then I met you again at the uh, movie premiere with Bay Night. Bay Night. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I see you into movies, too. Oh, I you love movies. You doing production. Film I'm doing pro production. Oh, what got you into that? I got, you know, back in 1978, mm -hmm. I was with, yeah, doing protests with uh, Jane Fonda. Okay. And I work with uh, Cesar Chavez. He is the Mexican Martin Luther King. Um, because of the farm workers, they was like getting $2 for 17 hours of work. Wow. It's like slavery. And um, we boy boycotted Chiquita Bananas for 40 years. And uh, I helped do a lot of protesting with Jane Fonda. What? Even though I'm a conservative, okay, I still work with her and I, I work with the the... The Democrats with okay. the, with so the kind of like a bipartisan workers. kind of thing. No, you know, Brian, I'm straight up. I'm straight up <laughs> conservative. I'm straight up Republican. But anyway, but but the fact of it is, I I work work I work with everyone. Okay, it's, I don't I don't have a. I don't, so you had a kind of king method, have, like yo, okay. I have a yeah. Whoever needs help yeah. needs help. Um, so we work with her. Yeah. And Jane said, you know what, Khalil, I you helped me so much with these premieres and everything. I just wish I could do a movie with you. Okay. What? Okay. So she called me and I did my first movie in 1978 called China Syndrome. Wow. With Jane 1978. Fonda. I'll show you the pictures in my phone. Okay. And um so when I did that, I said, I'm I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I loved I've always loved the film. Yeah. All my life. I've critiqued film, checked mm -hmm. films out. I like to see what they're showing our kids. I like to yes. see what they're showing our uh, older people. Mm -hmm. And I, I think film is, is something that I like, you know. So one day, two years ago, mm -hmm. a guy asked me to, Lee Carter asked me to be in the movie called The Grid. The Grid. It was about drug cartel and human trafficking. Oh, wow, and okay. I said, well, what role do you want me to play? He said, a drug, uh, not a drug cartel, but a gangster. What? You going to be Haitian, a thugger, thugger? Haitian gangster. What? So I named myself Mama Soleil. Mama Soleil. Mama Soleil owns Little Haiti in Florida. She learns all the properties in Little Haiti. Uh -huh. And she's buying up some of the properties of Little Havana. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to get the routing roads for the drugs so I can know where they are so I can block them and find out where the human trafficking is. So one of the guys who likes one of the chicks mm -hmm. in human trafficking mm -hmm. brings the girl over to my bodyguard and have and sneak her over to me to protect her. It's called The Grid. It's on season six on the grid on Amazon Prime right now. What? 
Yes. I better go check that out. Yeah. Yo, that's yeah. amazing. I play Mama Soleil. So I became an executive producer and a casting uh, owner. I, 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 I cast. I have a casting company called The Greatest Casting Agency at AOL.com. What? Yes. Okay, you might put your boy in a movie. You yes. Hey, you can come right in. Pac. All you do is put your, your, your name and your no, number inside the agency. Okay. I just had a beautiful talk with uh, Avi Lerner. Mm -hmm. He is the CEO of Millennium Pictures. Okay. And... He's also the owner of all the uh, Expendables. He said, "You want to be." I saw you in the picture with him. Yeah, he said, "You okay. want to be an Expendable?" Say, "Yeah, you want to be a good girl, or a bad girl? I can be a bad girl attorney. Good." He said, "Here's my card. Call me." Oh. <laughs> I said, "I would love to do an Expendable, even if if I'm um, a police um, something, whatever." Hey, hey Expendables yeah. is going good. So I think then, they're on what on part four now? Yeah, part is Expendable four. I was at the premiere with the with the um, producer. And That's then, awesome. so I decided since I'm from Chicago and mm -hmm. I love the series Chicago PD, Chicago mm -hmm. Med, Chicago Fire. Yeah. Since I'm born and raised in Chicago and I see that I get homesick. So I decided to make a movie called Pure Justice. Mm. I play a sergeant with many detectives working in a police department in Florida. What? And we handle all the issues, the prejudice, everything that the people work with law enforcement. Mm -hmm. I have half of my family in law enforcement, so I kind of know a little about being a cop. Yeah. So um, there are things they need to do with cops, even though the blues stick together, they shouldn't stick together when they're doing wrong. Mm. Uh, Hear that, they, Popo? Yeah, if they try to go after a brother and they're prejudiced, you got a lot of them that's racist in, in, in the company. But you might find one out of 500 that's racist. That's racist. And they just don't want to, they just, they just want to ring our brothers up and yeah. make a count in, in the, uh, it's a big racket. Yeah. To make money off of, of for prisoners. Yeah. It's a big racket. But I saw you was coming, you and your son was coming through customs and y'all got detained. Oh. Yes. What do you think that was about? That was about uh, the policies they had laid out for profiling uh, mm. Muslims uh, coming into the country. Okay. Now, let me tell you something. When I go in and out of the country, as much as I go in and I never get stopped. The only time, first time I got stopped is when my son was with me. They mm. most, mostly antagonized black men, Muslim men. Mm. And that's their target. Okay. Now, you're passport number and my passport number doesn't jive. It doesn't have anything to do with it tells you where you were born and where you grew up. Yeah. So why antagonize me just because I'm a Muslim? I'm from Chicago. And I was coming from Jamaica. I wasn't coming from Syria. I was coming from Syria, man. I'm coming from, you know. Jeez, and, uh, I wasn't coming from Syria. I was coming, coming from Jamaica. Where you was at? Kingston? I was in Kingston, man. What? I had to did, a, did a big, oh, man. We was just staying at the making Pegasus. And we was having a good time. We come over here, we get arrested. What the <laughs> heck? What the heck? What are you doing? You got some Aki and salt fish? And then they separated me, yep. And then we got, they separate me and my son. Now, you know when they separate me and my son. Yeah. They was doing that in New Orleans, I'm, I'm too, with to the go whole off. flood. I'm yeah. getting ready to go off. Yeah. So, what, what, what are you talking about? Where my son at? Mama protects her children. Yeah, 
It's like modern day slavery going on. It's, it's like worse. New Orleans. It's it's like it's like pirate stuff. You know what I mean? This is crazy. They're hijacking people and yeah. hanging people and stuff. It had nothing to do with nada. Wow. Just and you and, nada. and you, if you if I wore a necklace set Allah on it, you're a target. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because was this what? around the time with 9 11? Yeah, no, it was after 9 11. No. But, but, but so after the, that, it was just targeting anybody with the that. 9 11 is, is, is cast a shadow on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what Because okay. those people, you know, get up there and learn how to. And I'm a pilot too. What? And those 9 11 people were pilots in Boca. They learned how to fly in Boca. I learned how to fly in Chicago, but. Okay. You know. You were. A uh, security guard, a uh, actress, a pilot, a a mama, cowboy, uh, ca race car driver. What? Yes, sir. Cowgirl or cow? Cowgirl. What? I used to rent up the cattle so we can have the cow milk cows in the barn, and and from the other cows. Yeah, I did that down in Mississippi when my father mother came up. We had a farm, so that's crazy. I should I should run in the pasture and catch. Round the cows up. I used okay. to. Do, I so used to. I used to r ride in the rodeo. Yeah. What? Yeah, black rodeo, okay. out of Robbins, Illinois. Yeah, right, black rodeo. So you got the book, undefeated, undefeated, and forgiveness, and forget. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't support the forgiveness one. No. I, I. I did. I didn't approve of them putting that out, and they did it anyway. Oh, wow. So we're going to have to deal with them later, but okay. it's okay. So okay. Get the, uh, Still getting a little press. Get, get the undefeated because. Ali was defeated. I wasn't. Hey. <laughs> so, okay. So undefeated. Do you think he would approve of the book? Of course he would. He knows me. He would love it. He would love the book. Okay. He would say, yeah, man, she knocked me out, man. I came in the house one time and she threw me in another room. And I don't know how she did it. He never brought a, never carried the key to the house since. <laughs> He said, I'm, I'm coming home, honey. Are you playing? He called Howard and said, man, I married a woman that can kick my ass. When she threw me in there. I said, man, you supposed to be telling people that? You supposed to let people know You supposed know to be that? on the low. You supposed to be undercover. Yeah, undercover nothing. You need to come in my house in the dark and, and grab me. You going down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Well. Mama Ali, this that, was so that was, good. That's why I never told him. I, tr I tried not tell him I was doing a karate. I tried not tell him. When <laughs> he, when, he not. when everybody started telling, see, I, when I went to Deer Lake, Pennsylvania, there was, yeah. there was a guy, his karate thing up there called uh -huh. George Dillman. Mm -hmm. So I, I figured I'd sneak up to his school and work out. And I said, I don't want my husband to know it. That nigga went in there and told Ali everything. Yeah, but your <laughs> he, wife is in my karate. She's good. Too. He went and snitched on you. Wow. I wanted to kill that guy. <laughs> man, oh man. This was so good, Mama Ali. Yeah. I, I appreciate you coming out and sharing your wisdom and your story and sharing your side, yeah. right? But you you know are what? undefeated. But you know what? This is the thing. Mm -hmm. The beautiful part of the whole journey that I went through. Yeah. When I go to a black museum, mm -hmm. and this brother brought a black history mobile museum to FIU. Mm -hmm. And I went to check it out. I love history. Mm -hmm. When I start looking at the table, the display, 75% of the people on that table I knew personally. Wow. From Adam Clayton Power to James Bowman to UB Blakely, 
Mm-hmm. Lou Rawls, I knew Mary Lou Anderson, Rawls. Mary Anderson, uh, Mahalia Jackson. Mahalia I Jackson? I knew these people. Wow. I lived back in the day. I was with them. I got to get your autograph before we get up out of here. You got it. <laughs> but you know what? We have to learn to teach our children our history. It's very important yes. to know our history because if you know your history, you know your future. It's all set in stone. It's your future is ready for it, and you will be really rich and wealthy if you know your history. You know what we need now. Yes. This um, thing with uh, racism, mm-hmm. they pull race cards every day. Mm-hmm. And, and no, like, nobody have to hate anybody. Yes. That we have changed from 100 years ago. We have changed 85% better. Yeah. We can walk anywhere we can walk. We can go to any LA fitness and and swim in the same pool. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have grown. We have progressed a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, you can walk anywhere you want to go. You can go to any restaurant you want to go to. That is not over our heads anymore. Yeah. You can ride in the front of the bus or the back of the bus. Things have changed for the better. So you was around with Rosa Parks too? Yeah, she was Damn. so nice. I met her and she gave me her autograph. Yes, but I heard somebody was, she was after the first person that did it. Is that true or that cap? It's always some hidden story somewhere. <laughs> okay. Somebody okay. was like it was another person, but I think she got more publicity about it. Ah, okay. Um, it, that happens all the time. But yeah. the fact of it is, they're both women were standing up for their rights. Yes. It doesn't matter is it Royal Park or the other guy. Yeah. You know, we have, we have. When I was in Chicago and I was ten years old, the same year mm-hmm. that I met Clay. Before I met Clay, um, Elijah Muhammad would take all the. Um, honor students mm-hmm. to mixed field, get in a helicopter and ride all over Chicago. Helicopter? Helicopter. To go over the city. You see, Y'all uh, was in helicopters? Yeah, we was in helicopters. And Hel- we saw copters? the whole city of Chicago. What? That was a treat. That's when I wanted to learn how to fly. Wow. Yeah. And then That's so amazing. Elijah Muhammad had a Learjet and the little kid... Learjet? Yeah, he, he had a Learjet, private Learjet, and... Uh, his son Sultan, uh, yeah, his son Sultan was a pilot and he flew the, his jet. So you was cool with Farrakhan too? I've been knowing Farrakhan since I was knee high. We call him Uncle Louie. I've been knowing Farrakhan. I can get him on speed dial. Yeah, I've been knowing him all my life. So when we went to when we went to the uh uh Sultan called me and said, Come on, let's come over here. Mm-hmm. I'm going up. I'm doing solo. You wanna go up? Yeah. I said, Yeah, okay. I go up there. He said, You wanna land it? So you just do like this and just land it for me. So I landed the plane and I landed even, smooth like that. Then knocked my socks off. That was it. I'm gonna wow. fly. I'm sure that was. And an then the guy experience. ran over to the plane real quick. Sultan, you did not land that plane. Did she land that plane? Mm-hmm. Did she land that plane? Yeah. You did not land that plane. That's yeah. why I came over here. <laughs> he said, "You want to learn how to fly?" I said, "Uh huh." Butler Aviation taught me how to fly. Wow, yeah. that is amazing. Came down here in Florida. I had an uncle that was on the base of um, in Pensacola at the Blue Angels base. Mm-hmm. So I went to go see my uncle. 
That's how I want to see Blue Angels. He said, okay. He said, we'll take you over there. I said, don't tell them I can fly. Don't mm-hmm. tell them I can fly. So the Blue Angels, they like to pull a game on you. Yeah. They like to put our plastic all over the floor, take you up in the plane and drop you 1,500 feet and dive, right? What? In a roller coaster in type time? In an F-16. Damn. And I got on the plane and I and he dropped. And I go, is that all y'all got? He said, oh, shit, we got a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> and they was teaching me how to fly the F-13. And I've been an honorary member of the Blue Angels ever since. Wow, that yes. is amazing. I'm also on the board of Compton Aviation in Florida. Uh, Compton? Like, you mean Bompton? Compton, honey. Straight out of Compton. West Side? Straight what? out of uh, Compton. You, you want to get high? I'll show you how to fly. <laughs> right there in Compton. I'm on the board. I'm on the board. <laughs> and I help teach the boys and girls, black Brothers yeah. in Compton, how to fly a plane. What? That gotta, is crazy. Yeah. yeah. What? Okay, well, let everybody know where they can find you at and where they can get the book from. Okay, you can go online, undefeated, or you can go to my um, um, notified book signings all over the country. Yes. And it's uh, for a book. It's called Undefeated. And uh, if you want to be a cat, you want to get in the movie and get casted, you can join the um, greatest casting agency at AOL.com and put your photo in and your your, your age, your resume or whatever. Yeah. Because I'm always need a lot of extras. Hey. So I will be casting. I've got, if you go on Facebook to GoFundMe, mm-hmm. I, I'm raising money for our trailer. So you can uh, also support it. $20, yeah. just throw it in there and help, please help us raise the money for the trailer. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, this was a pleasure. Yeah. This was definitely and an honor. Can, yeah. And you can go on uh, Instagram, Dr. Kalila Camacho Ali. Doctor. Dr. Kalila Camacho. I'm a doctor of theology. I was the only Muslim that graduated from a Christian university. What? You were starting trouble up in there, yeah, huh? Yeah, I like religion. I think it's beautiful. <laughs> it's the best thing that ever happened to you. Facts. Yeah. Y'all already know what it is, man. It's your boy, Mr. Williams. I talk gray. We out of here. Peace. Hey. Go ahead. Don't count the days. Make the days count. <laughs> Make the days count. You heard what she <laughs> said. It's Mr. Williams from the I Talk Gray podcast. We out of here. Yeah. Yeah.